I know lots of people that are taller than I am. Hello, and welcome back to the Sleeping Situation Podcast. I'm Ivy. I'm Matt. And today it should be called the Sleepy Situation, because we're sleepy. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's been a low-key day. I'm tired. Yeah, we're tired, it's, even though we slept in. It's all rainy out. Yeah. It's been gray and nasty all day. But it's labor day. And now I'm depressed. We didn't uh, put out a podcast today because yesterday when we normally record, uh, my grandparents invited us down for a very impromptu uh, little cookout. Uh, so that's what we did yesterday instead of our normal uh, podcast routine. And now it's Monday and we're sleepy, even though we're uh, off work and don't have to do nothing. It's because it's, it's so rainy. It's been like gray out all day. It's ne- it has never seemed like the sun came up today. Yeah, it was like super dark all day. Uh, what else have you been up to lately? Um, well, it's been a bit of a week this week. Uh, we are earnestly shopping for houses. Um, and that's been hella frustrating. And, it is uh, probably going to take a while. I guess so. I'm supposed to be the impatient one here. But, uh... What do you mean you're supposed to be the impatient one? I'm more impatient than you, but this week... This is true. We've traded. Ivy is one of the least patient people. I just have heard from many folks that trying to go house shopping, sometimes it takes a couple months before you find one that you can get. Yeah. So... But we're trying. Well, Yeah. Uh, no luck thus far. We've only looked at a few houses. Um, but, uh, so far none of them have shaked out in our favor. Shaked? Yeah. Um. I'm stressed. It's hard. It makes me anxious. Ivy did a bunch of paperwork today. Mm. I've been doing paperwork all week. And then every time we go see one, I get anxious. And stressed. Because it's so much money. Yeah. It's all of the money. It's it's every money. They want all your money. Um, last week, and again coming up this week, uh, I've been in the studio with Acronauts, um, finishing up uh, some tunes, doing some mixing. I think we have to record a guitar solo this week, and then we're just back to mixing again. So hopefully we can have out uh, at least a single... Or, if not, maybe a small EP here coming pretty soon. That's exciting. Yeah. Um, tunes for the people. Acronauts mm-hmm. for the people. Um, if you are not a first time, we should have told the people what the podcast is. We forgot about that part. Eh, they can read. <laughs> um, if this is not your first time listening... Uh, you will recall that I bought a 12-string guitar a few weeks ago. It's probably a month ago when I bought it, and then I picked it up a few weeks ago now. And uh, I was having all sorts of problems with it, so we took it back. And I ordered a different 12-string. It's the Dan Electro 59 
sort of classic Dan Electro looking 12-string guitar. Uh, I've realized since then that I forgot to put the truss rod cover back on that guitar before we returned it. Oh, well. Oops. Um, but yeah, uh, I ordered it. I found a good deal on one at this shop in California. So it'll be here eventually. Someday. Which I'm not super thrilled about. Um, but the deal is worth it. Yeah, I got it for a really good price. And they don't. I don't even think they make that model anymore. Oh. Um, they make a 12-string, but they're way more expensive. And uh, pretty much the same guitar. So, hey, there we go. Um, I am putting the hopefully finishing touches on the next Best of Little Ditties installment. Uh, so there's no music this week because that's all I've been doing this week is listening to it and tweaking stuff. Um, and then I had it to where I liked it and then I listened to it in the car and it sounded totally different. Uh, so I was like, great, now I have to go back and change a bunch of stuff. But I think it sounds pretty good. Um, I've been pretty happy with how it's been sounding. I might still want to tweak a few things. I'm contemplating re-recording one of the guitar solos, um, just because it came out kind of sloppy, I think. Um, but who knows? We'll see. I might do that at some point, eventually. But, uh... I was going to, that's what I was trying to do. I was going to play some of them in the car today. Oh. And then my phone was just like, nah, we're not going to sync to the computer ever. Well, that would be good. So right. we can't do that. Yeah. Um, there's not much music happening right now. I'm playing, uh, oh, I should have gotten all the details on that. I'm playing, I think it's six to eight at this smoothie place in Cleveland, in Lakewood. So just uh, try your best. That doesn't help at all. I'll try to remember to share something for it. Um, but we're playing outside, which I'm not kind of thrilled about. But um, Who cares? You're getting paid. We are getting paid, and I uh, get to play music for people. Yeah. Which is a rarity these days. Like more than you can usually say. So. Yeah. Um, so that's about the only thing I think that I have booked going on. I thought I had a gig coming up this Thursday... Or is it next Thursday? It's next Thursday with Zach, but I haven't talked to Zach in like a month, hmm. which is uh, strange for Zach. So I don't know if that's happening or not. I'll keep you all posted. All right. Um, yeah, but I, I haven't gotten to play much music, um, and my normal kind of slew of bands haven't really been doing much, uh, besides going beside going back to the studio. Um, I do have some, like... I, music ideas that I, I kind of want to try to do, but I don't know anything about organizing a band <laughs> or, like, all of the band stuff that, like, I just show up and play bass and I go home. Sure. And that's fun for me. Um, but I have a few, like, a couple of the things that I want to do I would be, like, in charge of, and I don't know if I could manage that. Uh... The one that I was thinking about was, um, don't want to give away all of my secrets. I've probably talked about them at some point. Um, but getting together like five or six people and going into the studio to record like my little instrumental ditties. 
um, and actually doing it like with real musicians. And, yeah. And like not me playing all of the instruments um, and or doing that and recording new ones, but writing out charts for some of my older songs and like gigging them. Uh, hmm. I don't know how many places I could take like an indie funk band. I don't know. But uh, I think it might that would be fun. Could be. But yeah, I just I don't know the first thing about organizing a band or booking shows or, you know, putting out a record. I don't neither. I don't, I don't know how to do that. I know how to put stuff on Bandcamp and that's about as far <laughs> as I've gotten. Um anyhow. Uh I think that's about it. Okay. My sister came up this weekend. That was fun. Yeah. Got to hang out with her for a bit. Yeah, we uh, we played Cuphead for the first time in a very long time. Long-time listeners will know that probably like two or three years ago. It was a while ago. Uh, we played, and I think we reviewed a uh, PC game called Cuphead. It's uh, the one that's like animated like an old Looney Tune with hand-painted backgrounds and, you know, that kind of music and everything. Uh, but we found that... Uh, you can use Bluetooth to connect a PS4 controller to my laptop without any kind of fancy uh, adapters or anything, which I thought we were going to need. So that's handy, and it makes playing Cuphead a lot more enjoyable when you're not using, like, WASD and, you know, keys on the, the keyboard to, to control it. It's a lot easier. WASD is, like, you know, when you yeah. don't use up, down, right, left. Right. I saw you looking very confusedly at your keyboard. Uh, so that was fun. I am sort of in the mood to play more of it, but it makes Matt angry, so I don't want that. I, here's the thing. I'm good at video games. Like, it's, I'm just, I'm good at them, sort of naturally, I Mm -hmm. think. And, uh, I'm not good at Cuphead. And I can't figure out the machine, and that's why it's frustrating to me. I think that's how it's intended to be though i know that it's like you just have to the repetition is how you learn the best way to do it yeah i don't know uh so it makes me want to play it some more other than the uh whirlwind of home tours and viewings and such that we've had this week uh houses being stolen out from underneath of us yeah uh due to the negligence of somebody's assistant should should we tell the people about the first one we saw with the basement yeah, I think it's it's a fun enough story. All right. We'll try I'll try to make this story fun even though we're both falling asleep right now. <laughs> um so I am not the shortest person. I uh, am. I'm also not the tallest person, which I think is worth noting. Uh You're over 6 feet. I'm 6'1". So a that's day. that's important to note here. You're tall like on the scale of short, average and tall, you are on the tall end. Yes. Um the first house that we went to look at was probably way too above our price range. It was a bit above, but, we, but want- we hadn't quite figured that out yet. Yeah, we wanted to go look at it anyhow. Yeah. Um, and there was a lot of stuff about that house that I really liked. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is a 19... That was from 40, 31, I think. I think. Was it? That mm-hmm. was a, Yeah, old house. Um, and uh, the basement had since been finished. And uh, we walked downstairs, and I had a duck on the staircase, which is typical. Um, but half of the basement was like six five, 
which is pretty like tight. Ceiling clearance. Yeah, ceiling clearance. And the other half was like 5'9". <laughs> Uh, which is not, that is smaller than I am. Indeed. And, uh, that's back where the laundry was. And I'm like, I'm not, not doing that. And the bathroom. And the bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. So Matt couldn't stand up in the basement. So we can't buy that one, even if we could have afforded it. Because that's just not ideal. Yeah. There are some things it's like, oh, the carpets are gross or... You know, the kitchen's a little small. Like, those are things you, you can work with. Being too tall for one of the rooms is not really yeah. something you can fix. That's what I said. I don't want to be, I don't want to come off like I'm being too picky, but I think being able to stand up in my home is not a big ask. Yeah, and I was even saying, I am, I'm much shorter. I'm like 5'3", and I was standing on like the third to bottom step, and my head was touching like the ceiling above the stairs. Yeah. So... Because usually I don't have any problem with that, even if you have to duck a little bit. But I knew it was low already because I was already, my head was touching the ceiling. I was, right. like, wedged perfectly between the stair and the ceiling. Yeah. And again, like, I'm not, I'm tall, but I'm not that tall. Yeah. I know lots of people that are taller than I am. Yeah, like, I've had friends that are 6'5". Yeah. And they would also not be able to stand in maybe the tall part of the basement. Yeah. So, yeah, that was that was not the one. The second one we saw, we thought we liked it, and then the lady that owned it appeared out of nowhere and was like, we accepted an offer this morning. You shouldn't have even been here. And we were like, oh, bye. <laughs> it was as awkward as Ivy just made that sound. That's yeah. how awkward it was. Yeah, like she didn't know how to tell us, and we were just like, what, really? And she also just came out of nowhere, and we didn't know who she was. Yeah. But she had let the cat outside. Yeah. <laughs> so I assume that had to have been the owner. Anyway. It was also super weird that we were just like, we just came out of her back backyard. Yeah. And she was standing there. Yeah. Like, that made me uncomfortable. Yeah, that was weird. Uh, so, the third house we saw was just too small. It was too small and way too expensive. Yeah. Uh, so we're still, uh, we're still looking. Yep. Um, I've been working on my application for Pitch Wars, which is that uh, writing competition thing where you can get, like, a mentor to help you with your pitch and everything. You pitch your pitch so that they can help you pitch your pitch better. Uh, say pitch again. Pitch. Uh, that's, that's been my project lately. It is harder than you think, especially because the thing about my book that I have written is that it is basically three stories in one that slightly overlap, but not really. Um, and all of the advice you can find for how to write, you know, the pitch letter that you have to write, like the very standard thing, like if I was just going to submit to an agent, I'm writing the same thing for this contest that I would be using for that. Mm -hmm. um, that advice is all about, you know, how to pitch one story. And if it's like, uh, I looked up, you know, how to pitch a story with multiple point of view characters it's like a story with this, with one plot told from the point of view of multiple people but this is three plots from three people so i was like how am i supposed to explain this much you know these three different things in the same format that somebody does one and it took me several hours the other night to figure out but i think i got it yeah i think i would just i would pitch it as that it's it's the story of three separate people and how their lives interact they don't 
they they talk to each other. That's the only way. But I figured it out. Okay. Um, kind of, at least. So, yeah. I just have to now write, like, a like a one-page summary of the entire book, which hopefully I can do that. I think that'll be easier, because that doesn't have to be, like, the eye-catching, like, the letter is the thing that's, like, please pay attention to me, like, this is worth your time sort yeah. of thing. Like, you have to prove that they should pay attention or, like, catch somebody's attention with it. The summary is, like, okay, once that works, then, like, read the summary to, like, learn more about the story. Mm-hmm. Uh, because you can't really go into the plot in the letter. It's more about, like, this is sort of, this is the character, and this is sort of, like, the conflict they're dealing with. And, like, whether that's interesting or not is what's going to catch somebody's eye. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just have to do the summary now, and then I'll be ready. So there's that. That's all I've been doing. There's nothing really else going on. Yeah. So, uh, hey, should we move on to everybody's favorite segment? Yes. It's Things of the Week. Things of the Week. We're going to recommend you some stuff. Go ahead, Matt. Bob. Thank you. You didn't do it. Nope. That was un- that made me uncomfortable. Um, as much as you say you hate my my antics. Yeah, but now it's... Now you miss now it. Now I'm used to it. I do hate it, but now I'm used to it. The only I've I've discovered something. The only reason. Oh no! Oh no! Uh, please enjoy this brief intermission while Ivy turns off the air conditioning. Uh, I've decided that the only reason that anyone likes anything is just repetition. Like yes. it's just how familiar familiar you are with the thing. Yeah, there's a word for that. I forget what it is though. Like I think you know the kind of music that. Ex- exposure something. It's like the more that you're around like a person, yeah, the more you'll like them, even if you don't actually like them. Right. There's um, a word for it. Well, it's the same thing with like music. Like I think if you, you know, pick a genre of music that you hate mm-hmm. and just listen to nothing but that, you'll start to like it. Yeah, I think so. Um, anyhow. Uh, I've been on a big Primus kick lately. That's kind of weird. I, that kind of sort of came out of nowhere. Uh, but now I just want to listen to Primus all the time. Um, I've also been listening to some Queens of the Stone Age. Uh, I went to the exchange the other day, and I'd made a comment about how uh, Queens of the Stone Age is the direct link between Primus and Radiohead, um, which is kind of a lofty claim, but I thought it was funny. And uh, lo and behold, there was a shelf, and Primus and Queens of the Stone Age were directly next to each (laughs) other. Um, probably because they're similar alphabetically, uh, but I took it as a sign from the universe. So I bought uh, Era Vulgaris by Queens and uh, Sailing the Seas of Cheese by Primus. What a title. Yeah. Um, so that's fun. We had uh, some. Uh, we had a record time last night, so we listened to Deja Vu by Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young. Uh, some of the best guitar tones maybe ever. Especially acoustic guitar. This sounds so good on that record. Um, and then we listened to Surrealistic Pillow, the Jefferson Airplane record, uh, which I've always really liked. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did start playing Cuphead again. Cuphead makes me very angry, um, but it's still maybe my favorite video game design ever. The design is great. It's, it's That's so cool. what I love about that so mm-hmm. much. Like It's just so aesthetically pleasing to look at mm-hmm. um, and such a unique concept. Mm-hmm. Um that it's like it's so it feels so fresh even though it's so old. Yeah. Like they're just doing Felix the Cat from like the 30s. 
Sure. Uh, but it, it feels really unique. Um, we went, well, my sister was in town, uh, and we went up to the Barnes & Noble booksellers. Uh, no, wait a minute. Yeah. Is it Barnes & Noble booksellers? Because yeah. what was the other one? There was another, um, there's another bookstore that also started with a B. Books a million? No. Um, I'll think of it. I don't know what. But I think that one was bookseller. I don't, it doesn't matter. Um, but I got uh, a couple books. Um, I finally got a copy of Alice in Wonderland. I'd, we've been talking about that so much, and I was like, mm-hmm. I, how have I never read the book? And I think it's probably because I came into the movie so late. Yeah. That it was just never sort of in my uh, periphery. Um, but then I also got Girl in a Band, which is the memoir autobiography of uh, Kim Gordon from Sonic Youth. Which is cool. Um, and I went to the hardware store the other day. And I love the hardware store. I think what it is, is I love any kind of specialty store that has everything. Yeah. Like, we went into Joanne Fabrics today. And I just, it's like anything you would ever want, ever. To craft with. To craft with. They have it there. Yeah, it's like a full aisle of just, like, buttons. Yeah. I love those kind of places. Yeah. Um, I used to feel the same way about Radio Shack because they had all sorts of knobs and switches and gizmos. Um, but yeah, any sort of like old fashioned hardware store like that. Ikea is kind of the same way. There's just so much stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's fun for me. Oh, that's about my things of the week, I think. All right. Oh, we went to Swenson's. Ooh, yeah. And, uh, I was going to get the same thing I always get. And then my sister was like, I'm going to get the Sloppy Joe. And I was like, they have a Sloppy Joe? Um, and it felt like Sloppy Joe weather. So I got the Sloppy Joe and the fried zucchini, and it was great. That sounds delicious. That might be, like, my new order there, the Sloppy Joe. Well. Because here's the thing. I don't know if you noticed this or not. I didn't die. Yeah, you didn't die. Which happens sometimes yeah. after we get Swenson's. Um, well, maybe that's a good thing. So, uh, yeah. Well, if it was summertime, I couldn't get the Sloppy Joe. Because Sloppy Joe is exclusively a football weather Oh. I did not know like it was, that was a rule. I just made that a rule. It was, I mean, it was Friday night. Mm-hmm. And uh, we had the windows down in the car. And it had that slight, uh, you know, end of summer breeze. And then it was like, I, this is football weather. And then, yeah, she said Sloppy Joe. And I was like, well, that's all I want to eat now. Yeah. It's like five Sloppy Joes. I'll have to make Sloppy Joes. I love Sloppy Joe. I want to okay. make meatloaf so bad. You should do that. I keep saying that and keep forgetting to get the stuff. My dad Next had, time I go shopping, I'm making meatloaf. My dad has a really good meatloaf recipe. Oh. And then what he does is you, like, eat half of it and then stick the other half in the fridge. Mm-hmm. And then the next day, you grill it, you cut it up, mm-hmm. and then you grill it. Ooh. And then you put it on, you get those big hoagie buns. Ooh. And make a sandwich and put Swiss cheese on it. Mm. It's real good. It does sound pretty good. I did buy you more Swiss cheese, by the way. Oh, thank you. Slices for sandwiches. Sandwiches. I still have a big old block of pepper jack in there I might have to cut into. Yeah, you must eat some cheese. Gotta eat up that cheese. We got zucchini bread in there, too. Yes. Is it time for my things of the week now? I was just gonna, I'm just gonna list all of the things we have in the refrigerator. <laughs> uh, we have pepperoni rolls in the freezer. <sighs> we do. 
This week, my things of the week include, I don't listen to any music anymore. So uh, <laughs> I watched The Princess Bride this week. Such a good movie. Uh, I knew we had the DVD, and what I didn't realize was I had to take the plastic off the DVD, so we'd never watched the DVD before, but man, is that a good movie. Um, I tried oat milk. I don't think I brought this up. Oat milk is good. Hmm. Uh, I wasn't buying the hype. I was like, it can't possibly that be that much better than almond milk, but it is really good. It um, Almond milk gets a little bit, um, it's thicker. It has a very, it has a thicker consistency, but oat milk is thinner, like more like 2% milk, like you'd expect. Yeah. Um, it's good. I like say, it. Say that word again. Oat milk. No, the other one. Consistency? No, the other, the other milk. Almond milk. You don't say the L in Al- almond. The Almond Brothers Band. No, you're saying almond. The Naked Brothers Band. Almond milk. Almond milk. Well, now you are, because you're thinking about it. Yeah. It's an almond. <laughs> Never noticed you say that before. It's funny. Um, oh, I have this book, and I think Tabby got it for me for Christmas. It's like 300 writing prompts, and uh started using it again, because Matt's using his drawing prompts book, uh, and it's fun. I can't also, draw a skunk. Matt discovered this week that he can't draw a skunk. i got to work on that. Yikes. Uh, <laughs> how embarrassing for you. The one thing every single person on this planet can draw a skunk. You are the only one. Um, I bought peach wine from Aldi's, and it is tasty. I'll tell you one thing. And uh, exercise-wise, the only exercise that I felt like doing lately is one specific kickboxing video that uh, the Blogilates channel has. It's like the only Blogilates pop kickboxing video. It's super fun. Uh, and it's the only exercise I felt like doing, so I just had to go with my little lizard brain and and do the one exercise that I could bear to do. And I recommend it. Things of the week. Can we do more yoga? Bop. This week? Yeah. I'm always down for doing yoga. My body does not bend, but I would like it to. That's why we gotta practice. Yeah. Um, hey, it's time for the situation review. It is indeed. And this week we listened to an album that many are calling one of the best albums of the year so far, and uh, it's Fetch the Bolt Cutters by Fiona Apple. Came out a couple months ago, I think. Yep. Uh, I don't remember when, but at some point. And so it's fairly new, but, uh, you know, not brand new. And we got around to listening to it, and now we're going to tell you what we thought. So, hey, Matt, what'd you think? Uh, I really liked it. I think it's a really brilliant album, uh, but it's a lot. Yeah, it's there's there's a lot going on there. Yes. What uh, what did you or I guess what are your opening thoughts? It is uh, the piano equivalent of mm, that's a lot of notes. <laughs> uh, it's a very noisy piano album. Uh, very artistic in a lot of ways, um, but I did dig it. I kept feeling like. The what kept coming to mind was this is the most hip lounge jazz. Yeah, it was very jazzy, but uh, but so noisy at the same time. It's like punk rock lounge jazz. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. That's a good title for the episode. Let's, um, let's write that down. Write that down. Uh, punk rock. Please enjoy this ASMR of Matt writing. L- lounge <laughs> jazz. There's no hyphen in uh, lounge jazz. Okay. What things in particular did you like about this album? Um, I thought 
this is kind of a strange thing because um, I don't normally am not bothered or listened to too much are the lyrics. I thought the lyrics on this are really good. They're very interesting. Um, and I think why... Because normally I don't pay attention to the lyrics too much. Mm-hmm. Um, my music kind of focused on the music. But I think why what makes that work so well is that the arrangements are very sparse. Uh, they feel very purposeful. Mm-hmm. But there's not a ton of like stuff going on. Like sometimes there's no melodic instruments. It's yeah. just like drums. Or like very sparse like piano chords like right. between each line or something yeah. but not not a whole lot yeah. um and i think it's it's really there's there's so little going on as far as like uh harmony that it that doesn't get in the way of the lyrics mm-hmm. um for the most part it's just like poetry yeah uh which i think is cool sometimes yeah um Usually I I don't like, I don't kind of like that sort of talk singing sort of thing. Um, but I think she does it with such conviction mm-hmm. and does really interesting things with it. Um, the way that sort of the timing of the vocals will go like out of time from the song or across bar lines. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, she'll do something like a really unique kind of vocal thing. But then it'll do it again. So it, it feels very purposeful, um, but still really interesting and not just like, um, what was that band? There was a band that did like talky vocals and I always hated them. I don't remember. Not sure. Um, I think there's a lot of, this album's pretty experimental. Yeah. Um, I mean, it it gives you like strong, uh, yeah, like I said, it's like, if a lounge band wrote pet sounds. Yeah. Uh but also wanted to make it super abrasive. Like mm-hmm. that's um but I so it's really interesting some of the things they do, but I don't think it's for the most part, it's not terribly alienating. Mm-hmm. Um like it it goes out there, but it doesn't go so far that you can't grasp it anymore. You know what I mean? I think so. Um, it's still very listenable, but it's it's very um, experimental. Yeah. Um, I thought it, a lot, it, a thing it does quite a bit is that there's a lot of mood shifts and time time changes even within songs. Yeah. Um, there's like some just complete left turns in some of these tunes. Yeah. Um, I thought that was really cool. Um, yeah. Uh, definitely different. I've never really listened to her music that much. I feel like I tried once or twice and I didn't like it. I haven't really listened to her much. Um, so I'm definitely intrigued. Uh, and they're saying that this is like one of her best albums. I mean, they're saying, yeah. Whoever they are really like yeah, this album. Whoever Everyone. The, the, the music snobs I... The people. I'm friends with on Facebook. Yeah. Um... But yeah, that's uh, that's about my likes. Uh, what are your? What did you like about it specifically? Um, I think it's really cool that the it's, it's really like driven by the piano for a lot of it. Um, we're both uh, having headphone trouble today. Yeah, mine was squishing my ears. Anyway, um, I think for a lot of vocalists or artists, whatever you want to say, that like kind of the piano is their main instrument. 
it's used as like an accompaniment most of the time, but I feel like this is really being driven by like the keyboard stuff. So I think that's kind of unique and really cool. Uh, it's not just like a, you know, you're doing chords in the background. Like the piano is really like the main instrument and I like it. Um, her voice, just like the sound is really good, but like her control over like things like falsetto or like the other weird noises that she makes sometimes is mm-hmm. like very impressive. Just the amount of control that she has over what her voice is doing. Um, oh, there's um, I forgot to write this down, but before I forget, mm-hmm. um, she did something that I don't know if I've ever heard anyone do was in a line, sang the same note twice, but went to falsetto the second time. Hmm. Yeah. It's interesting. So it's like, you get this really cool, like tone shift, Yeah. but it didn't change the note at all. Yeah. Cause normally like falsetto is just a range thing. Yeah. But she's, no, but it's being used yeah, as she's like a sound using, thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. Um, I just like the sort of attitude tone of it. It is like, very in your face and very um like you can hear a lot of emotion in it and like different because some of the songs are like angry and other ones are more like chill and other ones are more like happy so i like just sort of the 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 infusion of emotion in it um lots of like sound texture kind of stuff so like lots of vibraphone which i mm-hmm. enjoy um the drums are really cool for the most of the time there's like a chorus behind her occasionally which i think is neat so like just little fun sound tidbits in there lots of her just yeah o- overdubbed like 500 times that also yeah but i think it uh it works some of my favorite songs i just wrote down were um rack of his newspaper heavy balloon and uh rhythmically it just slaps top to bottom really mm-hmm. it's like the rhythm of every song is more important than like the melody or like the the hook or whatever it's just like it's very rhythmic in a lot of ways and that sort of like throws your brain because you're sort of looking for like where the melody is but that's not what it's about so i think that's what makes it so artsy and cool Mm -hmm. uh what grievances have you to air uh i have a few um nothing super major uh i think it's occasionally a little too abrasive yeah um I'm I'm down with some, you know, stretching out and doing some weird stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's some of it that's just weird. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the vocal stuff she does, I didn't really care for. There's a couple of the couple of the sort of attitude shifts. It mm-hmm. was just like, oh, now we're in a totally different thing. Yeah. Um, there was that wasn't a ton, but there was just a few in there that I was like, eh. Mm-hmm. Um, I I really like her voice, but some of the singing stuff is just weird. Mm-hmm. Like she's singing out of tune and yeah. um this like the weird crazy vibrato she puts on some stuff. Mm-hmm. Like she's doing it really well. I just think I don't like it. Yeah. Um I think All right, I'm going to sound a bit like a broken record here. Um but I actually have, I can back it up this time. <laughs> okay. Uh, this is it's too long. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I agree completely. This is this is one of my standard complaints about albums. And here's the thing about this one: this is not an easy listen. No. Uh, it it takes a lot to really kind of pay attention to it and mm-hmm. appreciate it for what's going on. 
I don't think that's a fault of the album because I think it is really brilliant. Um, however, I was like five songs in and I was like, is this how is this done yet? Like, <laughs> oh my God. Like I was exhausted mm-hmm. pretty early in. Yeah. Um, it's like 13 songs, I think. Yeah. Which isn't that many tracks, but a lot of them are like four or five minutes. Yeah, it's about, it's 51 minutes, I think. Yeah. Uh, which again, is not the most, that's not the longest album ever by any stretch. Uh-huh. But it's, I just, I felt like I needed a break. Mm-hmm. Like there was, it's a, there's a lot in there. Um, and I think doing something that experimental um, with that sort of heavy of lyrics and doing the things that she's doing in this, I just, it, it takes a lot to listen to it. And I think it honestly would have been better served as like two EPs. Maybe, yeah. Um, that's just kind of how I felt about it. Um, it's just not a casual listen. Mm-hmm. Like, you really have to listen to it. Um, and I, you know, today's definitely the kind of day where you can listen to that kind of thing because it's kind of rainy. Um, but also I'm feeling, you know, sleepy and kind of depressed. And it's like I'm just listening to it like, oh, my gosh, this just goes on forever. And I don't have the mental bandwidth to handle it right now. Um, so again, I, that, you know, it might be different on a different day mm-hmm. or if I'm feeling different, but I think it was, it was just a lot mm-hmm. and it, it was a lot for a long time. Yeah. Those are, those are my grievances. Do you have any grievances of which to air? Yeah, I pretty much agree with everything you said. Um, my sort of the way that I put it, I would agree with you, but, um, just within the songs, they get pretty repetitive and I get that it's like setting up the beat and then sort of almost like improvising quote unquote over top of it, like, you know, doing different singing things or like putting in different instruments or whatever. But I think a lot of them went on a chorus or two too long. They're just like the song started to get not like between songs, but within one song, like it, it would get really repetitive. Like she would sing the same line over and over and over while like, you know, the drums went crazy behind her or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just think like that can work, but when it happens in like every song then it's like okay um yeah it's a it's a little bit on the noisy side for me i don't really listen to a lot of that kind of stuff and i found that sometimes like i think lyrically it was good but sometimes i found her hard to understand what she was singing but i don't think it's because she was like mumbling or like too quiet or anything it's just because like i was distracted by what else was going on Mm. at times so like i couldn't tell you any lyric from the whole album uh right now because i just like i couldn't take it in as well just because there was so much going on at times um but that's about it so what kind of a rating would you give this um i thought it was really brilliant uh it's definitely not for everybody uh and it is a lot to digest um i really liked listening to it but i don't know how much i would like listening to it every time yeah. I feel like this is kind of one of those you have to be in that headspace. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you can't just throw on the wall. <laughs> or, you know, it, yeah. you have to be like, okay, now I'm going to listen to it. Yeah, I agree. Um, but I gave it like a solid eight. That's I said the same thing. Like, super well made and produced. Oh, like, for sure. Very, like, raw emotion and, like, the beats and the rhythm really, you know, like, that's what does it for me. Mm-hmm. And I, I do think it's like a very good piece of art. Like I get why it has good ratings because like it's, 
it's just super well made and like a good such an experimental but like well done piece of art mm-hmm. but that being said i wouldn't listen to this just whenever yeah like it's not you can't do something else at the same time it doesn't work like that and you've got to be in the right headspace to like want to listen to mm. something like this i think definitely fails the party test yeah i, I would say so but uh, uh but that doesn't make it bad no uh cool so worth a listen yeah situation approved for sure um yeah it's a good it's a good rainy day sitting in your bedroom kind of snacking on uh cookies yeah kind of uh, an album yep uh a cup of tea kind of album for sure yeah it's really good but it's just you gotta you gotta do it it's a lot cool cool now it's game time game time and uh we're almost done so uh why don't you tell them about game time well ivy uh this week's game <laughs> Uh, we're doing, uh, the Pitches game. Um, Joni Pitchell. It's Britney Pitch. It's Britney Pitch. Um, did we come up with a... Nope. Pitch Pitchell? Um, so in this game, it's kind of like our top five game, except we're not ranking anything, we're just suggesting stuff. Yeah. So, for example, uh, like if we were doing The Beach, I would say there's too many people at The Beach... And there's too much sun, but also it's cold, and it's confusing. Are you telling me that you wouldn't say, I hate sand? It's coarse and rough and irritating, and it gets everywhere? Also that. (laughs) Um, So it's basically just us kind of discussing what things we think we could improve on a certain thing. That's uh, this week's thing, is uh, Roller Coaster Tycoon. I realized after writing most of my list that I'm not sure if any of these have been resolved in newer... Versions? Yeah, but that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about Roller Coaster Tycoon 2, the one that we play. Sure. They all, I mean, they do have three, which I didn't never cared for as much. And there is a new, new one that mm-hmm. is like, uh, it's a new version, but it's aesthetically like the old ones. Oh. Hmm. Which I'd be interested in looking into. Sure. I probably wouldn't be like fun. it because it's not two. Yeah. Uh, but anyhow... Uh, so we're going to suggest things that would make that game or any subsequent Roller Coaster Tycoon games better. I know at least what one of Ivy's is, so I didn't write that one down. I'm very interested. Um, would you like to go first? Yes. Um, these are really in no particular order, but the first one is don't let the the uh, maintenance guys, the guys with the brooms... Go in the bride lines where nobody throws up or puts trash, but they walk back and forth through the people that are in line the whole time. Is that the one that you thought I was going to put? That, was, that, was that is my of, number one pet peeve. That was one of the ones that uh, I thought you were going to put. Because all the time, like, your paths are dirty. There's trash and barf everywhere, and all of your sweepy guys are walking back and forth within the people waiting in line for the roller coaster where there is nothing to clean. Like... You can zone them so that they don't go in certain squares, but sometimes you have to click, you know, because it's like an 8x8 or or a 6x6 square that you have to click, like sometimes you can't help it, that you have to let them go in there. And they, it's just, I'm angry just talking about it. Also, number two is like the medical huts, the, the nurse stations, whatever they are, they don't work. They don't help. And so I wish that they helped I have more. seen people go in them. They go in them, but I just don't think they help that much. <laughs> Um, so I wish that there was, like, some indication that that was helping. 
Um, number three. I don't know if this is possible or not. I know that there is a sandbox mode, right? I just like a free play sandbox. I mode, don't right? think in two there is. There isn't. There's the roller coaster designer. That's not what I mean. Yeah, so you can design anything, but I don't think there's just like a sandbox mode. Is there that in three? Yes. Okay. Well, I sandbox mode in general, but something that I thought would be fun would be: Can you make like your own objective in sandbox mode? In the other one, you can. You can? I think. Okay, so I didn't know what existed then. But I thought if there's sandbox mode, then being able to select, like, but also I want to try for this objective instead of just, like, free play with no direction. Right. Being able to make up, like, either have this rating by the end of this year or have a value of this or, like, you know, any kind of combination of mm-hmm. the objectives for the parks that you can get. Being able to pick your own. Um, cool. My next one is I wish that the people didn't think that the transport things were a ride because if you put in any kind of like monorail or chairlift or whatever they complain that it's too boring because it it's they treat it like it's another ride but it's just supposed to get them like across the lake or like from one side of the park to the other and they it it'll like drive your park rating down or whatever if everybody goes on that and is like i want to ride something more thrilling than monorail too right and it's like well it's not a ride william karen william h yeah, like, you can't explain to them that that's not a ride. It's not supposed to be entertaining. It's supposed to be transportation, but they don't right. get that, which drives me nuts. So I wish it wasn't considered, like, a ride. I wish it was considered, like, you know, scenery or something. That like, yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know how that would work, but I just wish they didn't treat it that way. Um, number five is some of the music styles you can pick for the rides are god-awful, and I wish there was better music. I understand that this game came out in, like, 1999 or something. Uh, so that's probably why it sounds so bad. But, like, if I could upgrade the music... Like, some of the music, it's, it's just terrible to yeah. listen to. And I, you, So you have to click through this whole long list until you find one that's, like, bearable to hear as you, like, scroll around your park. And uh, can you name your park? Can you change the name of your park? Yeah. Oh, I never do that. That was going to be my last one, because you can change the name of the rides and the, and the, like, food stands and stuff, which is one of my favorite parts, is coming up with, like, new names for the rides and whatnot. Uh, so I wanted to name the park, but apparently you can do that. And I was I think thinking, so. when I wrote that, I was like, I bet that's possible, but I don't know for sure. And uh, that's my pitches. That's how I would fix it. Those are, those are good. You know what would be fun? I'm just thinking now. Um, the, uh, like, the security guards, they only catch people that are, like, vandalizing the benches and stuff. But what if they caught people that were, like, stealing balloons? <laughs> like, thieves. I mean, I wish you the know. security guards don't really do anything, I don't think. They just prevent yeah. crime. Well, yeah, because if you have them, then, then you'll have less broken benches right. and things, hopefully. But, like, it would be funny if it was, like, also they can, like, stop people who are sealing things. Yeah, I want to build a jail on my uh, yeah. little park. Yeah, I want I want amusement park jail. We should. Um, it's just a roller coaster, but you're in a cage and you can't get off. Yeah, we should... My sister has Roller Coaster Tycoon 3. But you said you it's not good. You said you didn't like it. I don't like it as much. Um, but it's mostly just because it's different, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, there's definitely some cool things about it. Um, but she has the one you can build, like, water parks and stuff, That's too. fun. Um, I mean, we don't have a disk drive, so it doesn't really matter. This is true. <laughs> uh, unless I mean, we can... Unless she has one, we can get her to bring can it. Can we... Back. 
could we put it on your other computer and then like transfer it? Oh, you'd probably still have to use the. I disc, mean, we could probably. Though. I mean, we could still play it on that computer. Now that I think about it, yeah, like that computer still works. Yeah. Anyway, uh, you you go ahead now. Okay. Um, something. I have two related complaints. Um, the money in this is really confusing. Mm-hmm. Um, because it costs four hundred dollars to build a hot dog stand. Mm-hmm. And then $2 to buy a hot dog. Yeah. That is not an equal relationship of money. <laughs> or, you know, it's like you spend $1,000 to build a roller coaster. You but, spend like $9,000 well, yeah. on a roller coaster. But then it's like $20 to get into the park. Yeah. And it's it's a weird kind of relationship mm-hmm. of money. And I wish... Like, even by, like... 20 years ago standards, I feel like it right. doesn't quite match up. Well, no, it's just, like, the, you know, the shops and stalls and stuff. Mm-hmm. But even then, like, umbrellas, you can't charge $10 for an umbrella. No. You can charge, like, 250 for an umbrella. Right. Yeah. But also 250 for a hot dog. Yeah. Like, just the relationship, there's no, it's not founded in anything. Just, yeah. It's, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um. The other thing I have to complain about is the sort of relationship between time and money mm-hmm. is super weird and super vague. Mm-hmm. Um, in this particular one, uh, let's say we're looking at a hot dog stand, and it says um, hot dog stand profits $20 per hour, mm-hmm. and then it's like running cost. $49 per month. Yeah. The month is the game month time. Mm-hmm. But anytime it says per hour, that's real world hours. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that doesn't make any sense. No, it's it's a really wackadoo system. Yeah. Um, and I think, yeah, like, um, the running costs of, oh. like, rides and stuff is all real time. Huh. So if it's like costs, you know, $50 an hour to run it, that's mm-hmm. real time money. Hmm. Which it also makes it seem like you're making way more money on rides than you actually are. Yeah. Because a month in game time is not nearly as long as an hour is in real time. Yeah, exactly. So it's it's weird that there's this disconnect between mm-hmm. money amounts and also disconnect between time amounts. Yeah. Um, so my solution is, one, make money just real money amount. Mm-hmm. Like, sure, you have to borrow a million dollars to build a roller coaster. You know? Yeah. But also then you could charge, like... for a hamburger. Yeah. And $50 to get into the park. Um, My other thing is, one, just to level out the time. Like, I don't care what you choose, just pick one. Like, make it standard. Yeah. Between the months and the hours and um, stuff. Yeah. My my next thought was, um, that's the really big one. Um, But the next one I thought was, that there are actually days. So mm-hmm. it's basically it reorganizes it more like The Sims would. 
Okay. So, like, every night your park closes. Yeah. Everybody leaves. Then the yeah, next day the park can't... reopens and people come in. Yes. Um, what I thought would be... Because cr- people pay once and then stay for the rest of their lives. Right. So it doesn't matter that you can charge $50 per admission. Because they They're don't leave. in there forever. Yeah. yeah. So it, it only matters how many people you get. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that would, that would fix the sort of money thing, too, because you mm. have more money coming in more regularly. Yes. Um... So you know you do the same you do the, like what the the Sims does it's like a, it's a minute as an hour or whatever yeah um, and I thought it would be cool too if there was actually like the passage of time like in seasons and stuff that's cool um, so you could do things like special events yeah um, like the one I thought of that would be cool is like uh, Cedar Point does the Halloween the things. Halloween thing yeah. yeah you could do that same kind of thing that's pretty cool or like. Um, Friday night, there's a fireworks show. Yeah. So more people, you know, that's something you can add. So more people are going to come on Fridays because there's a fireworks show. But you have to pay, you know. Right. $10,000 per fireworks show or whatever. Yeah, it costs a ton of money, but like a bunch more people would come in. Yeah, that's a cool idea. Um, I think just making it slightly more realistic. Yeah. Um, And then, yeah, there's just a gap. Like, Mm -hmm. after October 31st, like, the park is just closed. And you just re, you know, it reopens. Though, you know what would be good? Mm-hmm. They give you, like, um, at that point, it just stops. And you could do any sort of work that you want. You can build anything. You can change paths oh, and stuff. Yeah. And then when you're done with that or you run out of money, mm-hmm. you just hit, like... Like, start season or right, whatever. Right, and then it just skips you to spring. That's kind of cool. Um, but, yeah, just the same thing. Like, do being able to do... Um, you know, special things like in the spring and having like a 4th of July party, you know, celebration. Or something. Uh-huh. Um, now, we do have to be fair and remember, like, this game is like 20 years old. Well, yeah. And like, they probably did the best they could. For sure. But, you know, I just feel like that should be acknowledged that we, we do know that this game is old and it's not just like, oh, they didn't try. Like, they probably did their best. Yeah. With what they had yeah. 20 years ago. Um, I also wrote down... Uh, like, the complaints from the guests are terrible. Yeah. Like, people are just mad because they have to go to the bathroom. It's like, go to the bathroom. Yeah. Why, why are you you're dragging down my park rating? Um, yeah, everybody complains about the monorail. Like, this is boring. It's not supposed to be fun. It's, yeah, exactly. You can't tell them. It's, tra- yeah, it's a transportation. I know. Yeah. Um, it's, like, half the time they're, like, I'm hungry. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, it's because you've been waiting in line for the roller coaster. And yeah. when you get out, there are 10,000 places I built for you to get food, but you're complaining right now because you're hungry. Right. Yeah. Um, my last thought is there's lots of, like, food and drink stands, mm-hmm. but none of them really matter what they are. No. Uh, I don't think so. It's just because people, like, have a hunger and thirst bar. It's not, like, sweet or snacks or Right, yeah. Meal. I think it would be more interesting if... Um, you know, you build a burger stand. Yeah. People could get burgers. And then, you know, later on, ooh, you get an ice cream stand. Yeah. Now people would go get a burger, and then they would, like, leave and go get an ice cream. Yeah, they're more likely to buy more food because you have different kinds or whatever. Right. But it just, it doesn't matter at all. They just go wherever it's closest. Right. Yeah. Um, and it's, it could be, it's just any food. is mm-hmm. They don't care. Yeah. French fries are exactly as equal to squid. 
I was just going to uh, say I love the, like, fried calamari stand yeah. <laughs> with the big octopus on top. Right. Now, Mr. Candy has to stay. Well, Mr. Candy, Mr. Candy will stay whether we want him to or not. That's uh, true. But, yeah, I, I agree with all the ones you said. Um, I think the other thing that would be kind of helpful because, you know, guests do complain about things. Mm-hmm. I wish some of the complaints were more specific. Okay. Because they're always just like, I'm hungry. And it's like... It's not like, I wish I had ice cream or something. Yeah. So you know I wish I had an next. ice cream. Like, yeah. I can't find the hamburger stand. Or... There's always money in the banana stand. Right. Uh, like, they do say I've been waiting in line forever. Yeah. Um, which is just, I think we build lines too long. Yeah. Um, or just, you know, uh, I wish this park had more roller coasters. Yeah. You know, kind of specific complaints that you can go like, okay, this is how I can fix that. Yeah, because a lot of them, it's hard to know how to fix it other than, like, I'm running out of cash. It's like, you have to build an ATM. Right. But like, yeah, but the ones that are like... It's I like, yeah, you're running out of cash. You've been here for three years straight. Yeah. Jeremy P. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I would be interested in playing three again. Because mm-hmm. honestly, I think what happened was when 3 came out, I was like, they changed it. And yeah. then I've, I've just never really played it since. Probably. Um, but you can actually, you can ride on the roller coasters on that one. I've seen that before, yeah. It's like, yeah, there's like a 3D, yeah. like, ride through thing. Uh, the colors aren't great on that. I remember, mm-hmm. like, the lighting is really stupid. Yeah, um, you'll have that. But there is a sandbox mode in that one. You can do all sorts of wacky stuff. That sounds kind of fun. Um, make make a murder park. Yeah. We should, all the we should just people. see if it's on Steam. It might be. I don't know. Um, I mean, that's where I bought this one on Steam. Yeah. And they might have it. But uh, that's about all of my suggestions, I think. Well, that's how we would fix it. Otherwise, that game's great. Yeah, it's a fun fun. game. It is on Steam. You can get Roller Coaster Tycoon 2, and it's, if I remember correctly, it's not that expensive. Probably like $10. Yeah. I wish people would have the decency to throw up in the bushes or not just everywhere yeah, on the paths. Yeah, that's very... Is that the other thing you said I was going to complain about? I thought, yeah. Because now that you say that, it's like, yeah, they... When you go to a real amusement park, if somebody's going to throw up, they'll probably throw up on the ground every once in a while, but usually they'll go to a trash can or a tree or something. Right. These people just barf wherever they're standing. Right. Like, way more than people actually do at amusement parks. <laughs> the The barf ratio is incorrect. You're, you're right, and I, I didn't say that, but I should have. Uh, with that being said, now that we've been super gross... The state of this path is disgusting. It's a, these paths are disgusting. The state of paths in your park oh. are... Some, it's very close. Oh, no, I... There's yeah. a slight difference between the way the people complain about it and the way the little alert is, like, the state of paths yeah, in your park. Yeah, it's, it's the people just say, this path is disgusting. Yeah. And then the little thing that's... It's people are complaining about the state of paths in your park. Yep. Consider hiring more handymen. And Sweepy then, dudes, which is what I call them. Right. And then we're like, we have no money. But then we hire a sweepy dude and we name him, like, Cleanbot8000. I always gotta have one that's a robot. It's very fun to do. Uh, I liked that time that you got an elephant entertainer and named him the Snork. That was uh, yeah. very fun to me. Anyway, it's time to go. I need a burrito. And we're going to make rice burritos, I think. Mm. It's going to be delicious. So, uh, hey, thanks for listening. Sorry this episode's a little late, but it's a holiday weekend, and we had a crazy week, kind of. So uh, tell us what you want to hear about next time. Uh, What should we review? What game should we play? Uh, Ask us any questions that you want us to answer on air. And uh, we will see you next time. Stay safe, stay healthy, wash your hands, wear your mask. 
Pet your cat. Goodbye. Bye. Oh, no. Oh, no.